We return to the action as our adventurers are facing off against crazed wild beasts on the deck of the Lowestoft, which has crashed on the rocks of a small island. The intrepid is just rounding the head, and you can make out faint hollering and the shape of a dwarf standing on the deck rails. The sails are pulled tight as, the, as if they mean to whip around and get back to you. Ghostslinger, you were pushed to the base of the stairs by an explosive blast from Merlin's Thunderwave. What do you want to do? <laughs> and I'm mad. <laughs> She's not happy about it. Well, it's time to stab someone. Time to stab someone? <laughs> time to stab someone for exploding me. That's not correct. That is how it works. <laughs> That's not how it works. I really want You to. don't stab your comrades. Well, your comrades don't... <laughs> don't poof you. <laughs> they don't explode you. They don't explode you. <laughs> Unless they're Merlin. So at the base of the stairs, there is water at your feet. I like is water. Is the ship going down? ship is sinking. It's not going down, but it is full of holes on the rocks. Oh, that's right. We're on the, the shipwreck. Yes, you are on the shipwreck. The rocks are the only thing holding us up, then. Merlin ran past you out the door and then exploded. <laughs> <laughs> so... You probably don't know too much of what's outside. All you know is that uh, Merlin ran past, and then there was a really loud bang a few feet from you. So how do you want to proceed? What will you do next? Leave. You're going to leave? Yes. All right. Does that mean you're going up the stairs? Yes. Okay. You go up the stairs and look out the door, or do you go back to the... Captain's quarters with the dead guy. Look out the door. Okay, you look out the door, and in front of you, you see Asharis, who is tangled up at the base of the stairs that lead up to the upper deck, with Blinky, with a... I forget. Did you guys... Did I tell you what it was that she was fighting? She's fighting Some a terrible beast. Horn thing. Hooked arms! <laughs> and, hooked thing. and it looks kind of like a beetly thing, if I remember correctly. It has I thought hooks. it was a turtle. Oh yeah, she said it looked like a snapping like a turtle. snapping turtle. Merlin is covered in a brown dusty dirt oh, and is kind of stumbling around. There is... Let's see. Oh wait, that one is dead. You don't see the thing that was in the hallway that you'd started attacking when you guys were headed out from the room last week. Uh, but you do see a two new little flying goblin-looking things. Oh, sorry, imps. Flying imp-looking things that look to be made of mud. Did we kill one of those? Did we? One of them did explode when Merlin did his thunder wave. Okay. So what do you want to do? I think I described one of the mud... Uh, imps going behind the, the, like, underneath the stairs that lead up to the upper deck to get away from Merlin's explosion. Is there one next to the door? No. That's the one that died. Oh, that one, the one died. Okay. You! He's talking to you, I, I know. Think. What attack of mastery shall you make? Nothing. What? <laughs> okay. Asharis! I'm just going to pull out my popcorn and watch from the background. What? 
We need help. There's a lot of bad guys. When it's required, I will. I'm going to send Blinky over there to bite you in the butt. No, you're not. Don't worry. We can teleport. If I'm not allowed to stab someone for exploding me, then you're not allowed to bite me. Don't worry. You don't have to do anything. You know what always happens when she starts misbehaving. It is inevitable. (laughs) I'm trying to make everything worse. Ghost Slinger, from behind you, in the captain's quarters, you hear a crash as if something was knocked off the table. Seems great. Dun, dun, dun. A dry, cracked skin-looking mud imp stumbles out into the hallway behind you. <laughs> Another one. Since you like to stab people so much, why don't you stab the bad guys? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Alright, Asharis, it's your turn. You are on deck, facing down a terrifying hooked horror. Yes, the hooked horror I am attacking. I have both swords out, right? You do. And a blinky. Alright, then we shall attack the hooked horror. Roll me an attack roll. Also, I probably need the book. Why is there a cord? I don't know why there's a blue cord. Dangling. That's the internet. <laughs> the internet. Send the Googles. <laughs> the internet runs through that blue cord. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've forgotten again. Do I add my dexterity and my proficiency to my roll? Yes, or? you do. Okay, so uh, eight, uh, 17. That'll do. Describe your attack. We shall take the long sword, and I assume he's bigger than me. Oh, he's pretty big. Yeah, he's large monstrosity. We swipe him across the chest. And he's got a big bird beak. And he rears back as you swipe him across the chest. And screams at you. And I rolled a seven. What do I add to my attack? Proficiency? You add your dexterity modifier, and that's it, I think. Twelve! Do I hear smoke alarm? No. You rolled twelve damages! Twelve damages. Alright. <laughs> Offhand? Or does that is that both of them? Uh, that's the main hand, I guess. Alright. Attack with your offhand as well. And your short sword. You don't get your dexterity on the second one, do you? On your offhand? You don't, except you do because you took that feat that lets you be a two-handed fighter. Well, then... I only rolled a ten for my... d20. With my dexterity. Oh, with your dexterity added to ten? Yes. Plus your proficiency, which is three? Uh, so then thirteen. Thirteen. Alright. Your sword bounces off one of his large, bone-like hooks. Dun, dun, dun! And the little mud imp that is hiding underneath the stairs sees that Merlin is staggering him up blind! But wait, what about Blinky? Oh, wait, yeah, you get that extra attack. We said last week we weren't gonna forget, and here I go forgetting again. Go ahead and attack with Blinky! Okay, so Blinky... 
Blinky's D20. Of course, I roll a 19 for Blinky's D20. <laughs> Plus whatever his to hit is. That'll do. Roll damage for Blinky. Okay, it's a D6. So... It says D6 plus 1, so it's what I roll plus 1. I have decided that it doesn't make much sense for you to give up an attack for Blinky to take his attack and him not get the same bonus on damage that you would. So whatever your dexterity modifier is, count that as his plus. So it's a D6 plus your dexterity modifier. So 9 then. Okay, 9 more. 9 damages. Alright, what do you tell Blinky when he attacks? Bite! Blinky, go! Bite! Use bite. Use bite? That's what they say? Yeah. <laughs> well, the little mud, uh, the mud imp under the stairs see that Mer sees that Merlin is staggering around blind and will fly out and attempt to get him with a different page number. Oh no. I forgot he was blind. Yeah, and that's why I can freely stab him. <laughs> he won't know what hit him. He won't know what hit him. <laughs> but that would be terrible if you killed him. Exactly. I feel bad enough now. <laughs> he already doesn't feel very well. He's being attacked by a mud imp. I mean, I feel... Why he can't see. I feel like I got stabbed in the ears. Perfectly bad. The mud imp will fly out from underneath the stairs and attack at Merlin. Oh, doing seven bludgeoning damage. Oh no. How many hit points does he have? Then the big beast in front of Asharis will turn its hooks towards Blinky. Oh no, Blinky. Does a 15 hit? Oh wait. It shouldn't, should it? Because you gave him stone ar or bark skin, didn't you? Bark skin, yes. He has a 16. So the hooked horror grabs into Blinky with its hook, but can't find any weakness. Man, between me and Blinky, we are hardcore, right? We are be soon becoming Dargon of Dargon Keep. <laughs> but you won't have the same abilities, so no, you aren't. The second large hook Backhands Asharist across the chest, but doesn't manage to do anything to, through her thick armor. And in the hallway behind Ghost Slinger, who is looking very suspiciously at Merlin like she's gonna stab him, <laughs> the little mud creature behind her explodes out with a vomitous breath of mud. Ew. Can things stop exploding? <laughs> you must pass a dexterity check. Okay. Roll a d20. Oh. And add your dexterity modifier. What happened? Oh, dice. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. You didn't know? How do I make it go away? There we go. There we go. Well, 16 plus a 3 is a 19. Ghost Slinger steps easily out of the explosion. Just casual sidestep, like, eh, whatever. <laughs> and the mud imp will hiss at you and your evasive prowess. I'ma hiss back. Merlin, <laughs> make a saving throw. Uh, uh. <laughs> 
You are still trying to get the sand out of your eyes. Oh, no. How do we get the sand out of his eyes? He has to pass that saving throw. We use, uh, we use Alcon eye wash. Yeah, we need some, uh, sustain. <laughs> oh, wait, Zanator is for, uh, allergy eyes. <laughs> even, even with my Madge armor, I, I got hurt. It's terrible. Yes, yes, you did. Uh, I rolled like a 19. Uh, but it is your turn. And you are blind, which in-game means for any attack that requires sight, you will have to roll two dice and take the lower for your attack. You do have Thunder Wave, which doesn't require sight. I don't know if you have anything else that does not require you to see things. So something that forces a creature to take a saving throw doesn't require you to roll to hit them. It just hits and they have to get out of the way. Hmm. So I can't see at all, huh? You can. You can attack, but you have to take two dice and take the lower instead of just rolling a regular die. Like you're disadvantaged. Yes. So, saving throw, huh? Yes. Tarzan's calling. (laughs) So I, I don't have a plus two on my saving throw. Wait, do you have? It says constitution saving throw. What would a what would a blinded saving throw be? Wait a second, let me look. I don't know. Making me making me ask questions. Oh no, it's a DC ten Constitution saving throw. Merlin manages to clear the dust from his eyes and can see again. The battlefield lays plain before you. I rolled a nine. Right. I didn't realize it was a Constitution saving throw. So your plus two does it. You're good. Can see clearly now. The rain is gone. She has problems. <laughs> Am I attacking or running away? That's a good question. What would you like to do? That's well, up to you. I have a uh, fire. Doesn't hurt nothing. Because these guys are mud people. Uh, I'd say water. Do I? Can I pee on them? <laughs> you will hurt their feelings. <laughs> hurt their feelings, huh? And make them muddier. <laughs> magic. I got mag hands, but I don't know what that would do either. You can throw them. <laughs> can, I, can I just, instead of attacking, can I use the uh, mirror image on, on my, myself? Yes, you can create three of you. You yeah, can make shadow that. clones. Yes, indeed, you can. Shadow That'll save me from more damage. I, I'm not a very good fighter. That's not true. You're the most powerful fighter in the group. Definitely. All spells. Search. What is it called? Mirror image. Mirror image. It's three duplicates. Three illusory duplicates of yourself appear in your space. Until the spell ends, the duplicates move with you and mimic your actions, shifting positions so it is impossible to track which image is real. You can use your action to dismiss the illusory duplicates. Each time a creature targets you with an attack during the spell's duration, roll a d20 to determine whether the attack instead hits one of your duplicates. If you And then it changes the chance that it'll hit a duplicate based on how many you have. Okay. Let's do that. Ooh. All right. The mud imp near you scratches its head, confused, because now there are more of you, and you all look the same. 
Do they get scared? I mean, he's like the Yeti. It hisses at you. Oh, he's hissing at me. Great. <laughs> Ghost Slinger, it's your turn, and there is a little critter behind you that attacked you with an explosion of mud. Or tried to. More explosions. Okay, I'll help Asharis. So you're going to leave the mud imp in the hallway? Yes. It will try to attack you if you leave without foregoing your attack when you get to the hooked horror. Just attack. No. What? Because it's my choice. You can just swipe it and kill it and then move on. One hit would do the trick. I just want to leave. Oh my. Okay. Do you dodge out of the way and then run over to help Asharis, but you can't make an attack when you get there? Or do you just run with the intention of attacking the hook horror when you get where you're going? Yes. <laughs> okay. Is that the second one? Yes. All right. Don't have to give her the option of running. <laughs> Does a 19 beat your armor? Obviously. <laughs> okay. As you run away from it, it bubbles out mud at you, and you take six damage. <laughs> All right. Your now. heels are smoking and covered in mud, but you arrive next to the hooked horror with... What weapon do you want out? At least a short sword. Okay. At least a short sword drawn! <laughs> that is its name. <laughs> Come, at least! We will take him on! <laughs> now, let the battle begin? Yes! Roll me a d20! Exactly. 14 plus, uh... 6? Plus 3 plus her dexterity modifier. Plus 6. So 20? So 20, yeah. Roll me some damages! And to describe what it looks like as Ghost, Flyner, Ghost Slinger joins the fray. It's gotta look like the most majestic thing you've ever seen. As I roll the six, and swipe at it. So and six plus your dexterity modifier. That's a nine. So I just walk in casually and stab it. <laughs> Plunge the sword into it. See, you were saying it was the most majestic thing ever, and I was going to be like, ah, yes, she slowly, you know wanders her way over into the fight after having taken so long to decide she wanted to do it, and then she <laughs> thinks about it for a little while and maybe pulls out a short sword haphazardly. And then you described it like that all on your own! Exactly. I just casually walk over, covered in mud, and stab it. <laughs> covered in mud. Doing nine damage! Exactly. Nine damage. I want a fork. Asharis, it is your turn. There is now a ghost slinger with you in front of this very large, monstrous, hooked-armed beast. Does it look like it's taking any damage at all? I mean, is it bleeding? Oh or? yes, it definitely bleeding. You have battered and beaten it quite a bit at this point. Alright, then we shall stab him some more! <laughs> As you've been stabbing at him, you notice that it looks like he is covered in burns. What that means, burns? Alright, I rolled an 18 for my long sword. Roll me some damage. Okay, the d8 is 4, plus the dexterity is a uh, 9? Your dexterity modifier is a 9? Well, no, I... Oh, you mean it's 9 total? 
Yeah, nine total. Oh, okay, okay. There's no possible way I could have the dexterity of a nine at the slow level. All right, what would you like to do next? Now we shall swipe with the short sword. And we shall roll a 20 with that one. Roll me some damages. Uh, you get to double the number of dice you roll. So if it's your short sword, that's a D8, right? I think it's a D6. This is the short sword here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roll uh, 2D6 instead of 1D6 then. And then what does that mean? Two. You add them together or take the higher of the two? Uh, no, you add them together. Right. We only rolled a seven, so that sucks. <laughs> Wait, did you roll? Did you roll a natural twenty or a twenty modified? Nat twenty. Okay, then yes, we're doing it right. Two. Uh, we got seven. Plus your dexterity modifier. Uh, which is five. Twelve total damages. Oh, the beast starts to lumber forward slowly, as if it's on its last legs. And it hisses meekly at you. Blinky, finish him off! Oh my god. <laughs> Roll the attack for Blinky. You don't have to catch them all. 19 for Blinky. Roll some damage. Let's see. What is. I think his is a d6. 1d6 plus the dexterity. Which is a good thing we're adding the dexterity, because I only rolled a one, so we have six damages. All right. Six damages. Please describe for me this amazing turn that you just had. All right, I swipe him with the one sword, and then swipe him with the other sword, and then Blinky jumps on my back, and from my back to his head, and bites him in the face. And the beast slumps over defeated. <laughs> And decapitated. Pokeball, go! That's not how this <laughs> The mud creature near Merlin sees the beast goes down and hisses. And its friend in the hallway hisses. And it attacks at one of... Well, it attacks at one of the many Merlins in front of it. Hmm. Many Merlins. The attack will hit, but let's see if it hits the right Merlin. Hmm? three duplicates, you must roll a six or higher to change the attack's target to a duplicate. Alright, I'm gonna roll a d20. Merlin, you rolled higher than a six. Would you like to push the attack off onto one of your duplicates? Yes. Let's see. Your duplicate pops! Poof. Describe how what it looks like when your duplicate pops as this little creature attacks it. It leaves shards of cloth hanging in its mouth. I like it. Poof. So the critter jumps at you, and the... Duplicate disappears as a prestidigitation, leaving only the cloth that you used to summon it into existence in the creature's mouth. Like it. The dry, cracked, skinned mud imp from in the hallway will fly out and attack at Ghost Slinger! (laughs) Does a 19 hit your armor class? I thought we already disclosed that. (laughs) We did. So that's a yes. I like the use of the word disclosed. (laughs) And it pummels you with its tiny mud fists, dealing four damage. That is its turn. Let me wait real quick. Merlin, it is your turn. Oh, no. You have a mud imp near you, and there is another one near your two friends at the base of the stairs. Hmm. I will use mage hands to 
Try and disassemble the creature. No disassemble number five. <laughs> <laughs> Burning hands. Oh, that's another one that you could have used when you were blinded. I thought I had to see the guy. No. He has to roll a saving throw to get out of the flames. You don't have to see him. You just have to know roughly he's in that direction and then fill that area with flames. Okay, then. I didn't know that. I thought it was like Madge hands, which are mechanical hands, and then flaming hands was going to be the same thing, but just flames on them. No, flaming hand is a... Here, let me describe for you this spell. I fought in your general direction. That is not what this spell is. <laughs> Merlin, make sure you mark off a level 2 spell slot for your illusory image. Burning hands, make sure you mark off a level 1 spell slot. As you hold your hands with thumbs touching and fingers spread, a thin sheet of flame shoots forth from your outstretched fingertips. Each creature in a 15-foot cone must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 3d6 fire damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. The fire ignites any flammable objects in the area that are not being worn or carried. Dang. We're going to set the boat on fire. <laughs> yeah, you are. Let me make a dexterity saving throw for this little guy. Uh, what is your spell save DC, Merlin? Fifteen. All right. He does not make the save. So this mud creature is swept up in the blaze, taking eight damage. Ghost Slinger, there is a small mud imp at your heels that has bubbled you with its fists and exploded mud all over you. What do you want to do about it? Something. Fat hoes, I'd have done something in the first place. I tried to pee on them, they wouldn't let me. Can you be a little more specific than something? <laughs> yes, now that I'm not being muted constantly. Stab it! She's gonna <laughs> stab it! Roll me an attack for stabbing it! <laughs> Why is your background Easter themed? It's not Easter yet. I don't have to wait until Easter. Yes, you do. Uh, 15 plus your... Is your dex 3? So it's 21. It's 18. It's plus 3. But it's also plus proficiency. So it's... 21. That hits! Roll me some damage as you stab at the mud imp! Is it a d6? You're using yes. the short sword? Another 6! Meaning it's another 9! Another 9 damage! And it slumps down into a pool of mud! Asharis, there is a pool of mud next to you, pretending to be a pool of mud. <laughs> but it is a pool of mud. No danger? <laughs> or is it dangerous mud? <laughs> well, it did just pummel her with fists a moment ago. Hmm. It's dangerous mud. So what can I do to it? You can probably stab it like all of your other problems. <laughs> all right. Stab it, stab it to death. <laughs> Join me. You stab at the mud. Roll me an attack. I'm going to ruin my sword. <laughs> the one problem that can't be stabbed is Zabuza. Ooh, I haven't heard that in a while. Oh, no. He who must not be named has been named. 19. The mud puddle hisses at you and slinks away a little bit. Roll damage. Eight. Eight total. Okay, eight damage. Aww. So did I hit it? Is it bleeding or is the mud coming? It is much more muddy than it was a moment ago. <laughs> and you see a face appear in the dirt. <laughs> it looks like an evil little mud imp. Stab it. So I need to stab it with the other one. Roll an attack to stab it with the other one. 
22. That'll definitely hit. Roll damage. The D6 is 3 plus 5, so 8. Eight more damage for the small creature at your feet. It slinks away a little bit, and then it explodes. An oh explosion my. of mud. Oh my gosh, mud everywhere. There's mud. I need a bath. On my <laughs> clothing. Make a dexterity saving throw, which probably won't do anything since you are both very dexterous. But it doesn't know that. It's a mud imp. So I roll a d20? Yes. I rolled a 19. You dodge out of the way. Ghost Slinger, roll a d20. A 15? She also dodges out of the way. Dry, cracked-looking mud imp near Merlin strikes at him. Mm. Will a 13 beat your armor, Merlin? My armor is... I don't even know if I have any armor. (laughs) (laughs) You cast Mage Armor, which I believe is 13 plus, uh, in your case, Constitution modifier. So, your armor is 15? That's the DC. No, first page, near your health. Okay. Up at the top, does it say 11 in the center? Yes. Okay. Armor class. What is your dexterity, or your constitution modifier? It's plus 2, right? Plus 2, yes. Mage armor. Yes, because you cast mage armor, he misses! Well, actually, I guess he doesn't miss, but instead, the mud just kind of bounces off of your magical armor. Do I still have a, a, a clone out there? Yes, but he didn't hit you. Okay. Merlin, it is your turn! I'm gonna toast this little sucker. <laughs> Burning hands. Again? It worked last time. Mark off another level one spell slot. Alright. He has to make a saving throw. Beat your 15. He does not. He rolls a 14 and will take 3d6 fire damage. Taking 9 damage. Good thing there's no fire extinguishers on here. <laughs> What's today? This is Tuesday. It's Monday. No, Tuesday. We're playing. We always play on Tuesday, except when we don't. <laughs> I didn't go to work today. I'm confused. Wow, you like this game so much, you took the whole day off just to play with me. What No, she likes me. <laughs> Oh, all right. You spent. You took the whole day off just to play with Ghost Slinger. <laughs> the best character. The character who, for some reason, loves to stab people, except for when it's to her advantage. And for our advantage. <laughs> yes, because I want to be that one that's really lazy. Let's see. Merlin did his thing. He can see again, so I can mark that off. Ghost Slinger, it is your turn. There is a pool of mud nearby with the face of an imp in it. Well, we can probably still stab it, so we're going to stab it. Finish him! 16. That'll hit! Roll me damage! Are you using the short sword? Mm-hmm. Five. What's your dexterity? Three? Mm-hmm. So it is an eight. Eight damage! The face in the muddy puddle fades away, and you hear a garbledy language, kind of like... <laughs> Oh, what a world! And the puddle stops moving! (laughs) Asharis! There is a mud imp near Merlin! There's a mud imp where? Near Merlin. Mm. He's still fairly close to the hallway that you guys came out of. Can I get to him and attack him? Yes, you can. Then I shall. Roll an attack. Fourteen? That'll do. Roll me damage. Seven plus five. Is that thirteen? 
Seven plus five is... Yes. Thirteen. That's a twelve. Twelve. <laughs> oh, Eight yeah. Doors, we both five. got it wrong! <laughs> Describe for me what it looks like as Asharis charges across the ship and attacks this mud imp. Very light on her feet. She, you know, gracefully flies through the air and delivers a blow to the mud imp. And as you do, he explodes! Oh my gosh, what's exploding? Merlin, you pass your dexterity saving throw and nimbly get out of the way from the explosive mound of mud as this creature dies. Asharis, roll me a dexterity saving throw. Hmm. So I rolled an 8. Do I add my dexterity? Yes, you do. This time it is a 13. <laughs> Which is good enough as you... Dodge out of the way of this explosive sticky mud. It's a very good thing, too, because the deck of the ship has caught a flame from all of Merlin's fire. Oh my god. What? <laughs> Does she need to do a dexterity saving throw, or she's far no, enough she's away? No, she's far enough away. I told you we needed a fire extinguisher. The ship is aflame! Abandoned ship! Avast ye landlubbers! All hands on deck! <laughs> Alright, what do you do now? Run! How far away is the boat? It's tied up to the... Well, you guys are on the main deck of the ship, which is now on fire. You defeated the Hooked Horror at the base of the stairs leading to the upper deck, which is where you moored your small dinghy. Run! So let's go up the stairs. Yep. Wait, what's happening? The boat's on fire. We're, oh, we're the boat's on ship. fire again? Mm-hmm. We're going to go up the stairs here to the yep. main deck, to the aft, and jump over to our boat. Climb down the rope. Okay. Who goes first? You guys race up the stairs to the upper deck. I'm sure you push us all out of the way to escape <laughs> danger. No, you can go first. <laughs> I'll be generous. Ghostlinger stays back and fans the flames to make them bigger. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Burn! Azaris, you head to the rope. Right, to the rope. What's your dexterity modifier? Five. You make your way down the side of the ship. Rather haphazardly, you are a little nervous about the size of the fire behind you, so you slam down into the dinghy below you, but nothing bad happens. You just aren't as graceful as you usually are. Hmm. Merlin, are you following suit? I am. My coat is getting scar syringed from the heat. Merlin, you start sliding down the rope, lose your footing, and fall into the water. Oh no. I needed a bath anyway. Ghostslinger, you see your companion has fallen into the ocean below you. The swells are moving the boat around. Well, let's just jump. It doesn't matter. You're going to jump into the water, too? Okay. Ghostslinger jumps off the top of the ship as the flames are rising up behind her. Like Johnny Depp? <laughs> A particularly big swell comes along and pushes you into the side of the ship. Where there are barnacles and you take four damage. Oh no. Are you kidding me? Merlin, you get caught in the same swell. And you take four damage as well. Who's taking the most damage? You. <laughs> you take the so most damage. So how can damage. I save them? That means you're the best. Let them die. I will throw them a rope. I thought I had something called uh, easy fall or something like that. Oh, Featherfall? Featherfall, but I don't think I have it checked if I find it, because I don't remember checking it for today's game. Featherfall, I do not have it checked. Dang! <laughs> that would have been good. Yes, I had no idea. 
I could not think of any reason to have it checked except when I'm on the mountains. I had checked then, but I didn't have it checked today, so I'm in the water. Asaurus, make me a dexterity slash strength check. I don't have any strength. Well, they probably make it dexterity. But it does not matter for I have rolled the d20. I'm floundering in the water. I need to take my cloak off. Asharis takes both of her strong elven arms, leans over the side of the boat, and lifts the two of you in with a superhuman display of power. Your adrenaline has kicked in. Yep. All right, the three of you have made it back to the boat. You see around the... Fast off. Point of the island, the intrepid with full sail is steaming back towards you. Except it's not steaming because it's a sailboat. <laughs> but here it comes. <laughs> what do you do now? Start going in that direction. Who is rowing? I'll row. Look at my supreme strength. Okay, row. I'll help. It is dangerous trying to get through the swells and the rocks. And the boat bumps into a rather large one and starts to take on some water. Is there any sea creatures in the water? Get the butter boat bucket out. I'm sure there are sea creatures in the water. And someone did grab a bucket. That's actually true. That's true. I picked up a bucket. Look. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I got it. So it's be like your quest. Okay, I need you to be bailing over here while I try to commune with the sea creatures. I'm going to shoot some flames up into the sky so that our ship can see us. All right, Merlin launches up a flare. Ghost Slinger has a bucket on her head. Does she decide to bail with it? No. Oh, my God. Every time. The boat is sinking, Asharis. What do you do? (laughs) Is there a large sea creature, a whale, a dolphin, a shark, perhaps? We can make a rope out of her back hair. You are surrounded by sharks! Oh my god! Sea turtles! <laughs> sharks? so a sea turtle. You are indeed surrounded by sharks! Okay. Um, I'm gonna use my... What's the name of that spell? Animal thingy? Animal friendship. Animal something. We will cast animal friendship to make friends with the sharks. Probably not. I mean probably not. <laughs> Stop stealing my food! I'm trying to stab something I can't see. God, that's my chicken! (laughs) Not anymore. Do the sharks have intelligence of four or higher? Nope, they have an intelligence of one. Alright, then the sharks sharks are stupid! Are my friends. And I will give them a rope and ask them to tow us to the. Intrepid, and then I'll get the stupid bucket off your head and start bailing the water out. <laughs> Gotta do everything around here. Yes, yes, you do. Save your life, it doesn't matter. Have to save it again. <laughs> because you're the tank, and I'm the useless person. <laughs> the friendly 10 foot long shark underneath your boat grabs a hold of your rope and starts pulling you towards the intrepid. You make quick time, but the speed. Uh, of the shark is increasing the amount of water your dinghy is taking on. By the time you reach the side of the intrepid, your boat is almost capsized. Ha! Ha ha ha! You see Dilly on the side of the ship. Throw down a rope. Quick, climb up! That's not what he sounds like. All right, y'all. Climb up here. I can't believe you made it out of that. Look at that thing. It's a blaze. I've seen worse. 
<laughs> the three of you climb up onto the rope as your boat slips beneath the waves beneath you. Bye, boat. Stinks. Hope we don't need that later. We will. We can use that boat. Dilly watches it goes down and says, Well, I sure hope, uh, Lord... Goldstein. Goldstein doesn't miss that when we return to port. <laughs> this has been quite an adventurous pleasure cruise. The, he pulls you up onto the deck of the ship and helps you over the deck rail. Did we get some charts when we went into the captain's, uh... You did say that you took the chart from in the captain's quarters, and someone said something about a journal. Didn't okay, I steal the book? It wasn't a worthless trip. And then. the gold. So what do you do now that you're on the deck of the ship? Londor has the helm and steers away from the island. Read the book. You hear him call down, I'm getting us out of here. Read the book. Read dilly dilly. The book. Read the book. <laughs> dilly dilly. <laughs> Read the Carry book. On we shall. Merlin pulls out some charts that he's taken from the captain's quarters of the Lowestoft, and Ghostslinger pulls out a small logbook. Whoa! Which she decides to read, not out loud. You're not going to tell us what's happening? No. Man, you're in a ripe mood today. I mean, I just saved your life. Asharis is watching Ghost Slinger look through the pages of the journal. Uh, does she say anything when Ghost Slinger does not read aloud what she has found? I can read. I hope you tell me what's in that book. Maybe. Ghost Slinger, if you find anything interesting. Maybe. Well, my charts that I'm looking at says something. In the evening, the first... And second star we see in the sky will point a direction. Definitely. It's the hideout of the pirate ships. Definitely. Wait, he's finding the where the pirate ships are? Within the captain's log. Yes. That Ghostslinger is reading. The last few journal entries aren't the normal supply lists and cargo manifests. Instead, Ghostslinger, you find a different passage. It came upon us as if it appeared out of the sea swells themselves. First, there was a chill in the air, despite the bright sun overhead. Then a thick fog, so thick it would obscure the view of the bow when standing at the helm. A ghostly chant rang out over the water, and every hand aboard felt a chill run down his spine. No words were spoken as the unearthly green glowing lantern sailed past us through the soup. I don't know what force spared us. Maybe our combined prayers to Melora shielded us. For I know that I prayed with all my might. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. <laughs> a few pages later, you find another entry. I have marked this cursed spit of land on our ship's chart. I cannot believe, after slipping past that ghostly ship in the fog, that we've run aground. Thankfully, it looks like the island has foliage, which means potentially food and water. I have sent out scouts to take stock of our situation. Again, further in the book, Gracious Melora, once again deliver us from this terror. Abhorrent monsters and unnatural beasts inhabit this island. Forgive me my trespass as I see no way for us to survive this onslaught. I have ordered the island woodlands burnt. 
I pray that you consider the trade acceptable to rid the world of these abominations. Wow. Again further in the book. I have barred the doors to my cabin. Thick blood stains this page, along with the handwriting being more jagged, as if it is as if the writer is hurried. The blasted things swarmed towards our stricken ship as the island burned. The men tried to keep the boat from burning, but while we were safe from the flames, we also became the only refuge for the beasts. I don't think we'll make it home. Melora, we took them with us. These devil creatures will not defame your realm any longer. Some distance down the page, surrounded in wrinkles from water, perhaps tears, you see another line written out carefully, and trying to avoid the bloodstains. Magpie, I love you. It is followed by an arrow piercing a heart. Ripperoni, whoever that is. Oh wait, that's the dead guy. It's the dead guy. Don't know who that is, don't care. Ghostlinger, do you share any of the information that you have gotten from the book? Sure. What do you share from your reading of the book? Dead people. Dead person, actually. Dead person? Dead person wrote um, about most ship. It's green. That's all you got out of it? It's green? <laughs> <laughs> it's green. There's a person. Uh, he was writing two, sort of, kind of, not really. Magpie, a person I don't care about. <laughs> and fog. Look out for fog. A natural fog. A natural fog. Okay. Do either of you request to look over the book? Yes. Okay. You look over the book. What do you take from the book? Hmm. Merlin, you particularly note the bit where the journal says that he marked the island on the map. It gives you a very good placement of where you are in the ocean. Yes. That's right, we know where the pirate ship is going to be now. No, we don't. It's been no, you know where the island is that they wrecked into. Uh, but then they saw the pirate ship somewhere close by, right? They did. Because it's dated? Yes. They saw the pirate ship not too long before they ran aground, Does so they could not have been far from this location. A direction that they came to this island? If you read through the manifests, you will find out where they came from and were headed to, so you'd have a bearing. We have our heading. Oh, also, so that you know, Melora is the god of nature. Hmm. She's the goddess of the sea and all things natural in the world. And, and so, did it, was there more of those horn things? Is that what them? From your reading, you presume that the island was swarming with them. Huh. That's why they burned the island. And other unnatural creatures for him to invoke the name of Melora and burn it to the ground. Yeah. And he sacrificed his own. Merlin, you know that burning down the forest would be a very un-Melora-like thing to do. She would be very upset about it. But you also know that... She abhors unnatural beasts in the world. So she would want the creatures that you killed destroyed, which is why the captain begged her forgiveness as he burned the forest. Mm. But he died anyway, so he's dead, dead. It's pretty scary, don't you think? Poopers. Like, you need to get rid of the creatures so you burn the island, so then they just come and attack you because there's nowhere for them to go. I don't think he thought it through. 
Well, there was no way for him to get off. He sacrificed his own life to, to save the rest of the anybody else landing on the island. Mm-hmm. Are you all standing on the deck of the ship still? Yeah. The Intrepid? Yes, I'm looking looking for the first star of the evening so I can point the ship in the right direction. You can see the flames from the Lowestoft burning in the distance. When you feel the ship sharply lurch to starboard. Oh, no. It's as if it was struck from beneath, moving under your feet. Oh, no. What do you do? Huh, I wonder. Are there any creatures in the water besides the creature that's in the water? Are there any sharks down there? You hear Londor scream from the helm. Look out! What is there now? <laughs> what is it? It's an octopus. Roll dexterity saving throws! Oh, no. What dexterity is it? Saving throws. I'd like to know before I roll something. Well, it doesn't matter. Oh, we have to save ourselves. It's a hawk-billed, two-legged, nine-legged octopus. Twelve plus five? Seventeen? Yes. Ghost Linga rolled a 16 plus, what is your dexterity? Three? Mm-hmm. So 19. All of you hit the deck as a barnacle encrusted tentacle slaps down on the deck of the ship. And a kraken! Not a moment later, a huge beak breaks through the deck rail and starts chomping up the wood of the intrepid. Oh, well, no. we're gonna die. Thanks. And that is where we will call it for the night. Was it Cthulhu? Well, you've seen the beak. You know it's some kind of tentacle monster-looking thing coming up out of the deeps to get you. So no, it's not Cthulhu if it has a beak. It's an octopus. Get the gunpowder out. It's some sort of kraken that isn't Cthulhu. And now we don't have a boat either. Well, you don't have a a little boat. You have a really big one. Yeah, a big one that that gets taken down by the kraken. Oh, that's true. You don't have a dinghy with which to sail away if this boat sinks. After we tie up Johnny Depp. (laughs) So you better fight like you mean it. Oh, no. Depending on my mood next week, maybe. (laughs) Do we have any cannons on board? Why are the cannons at our ship? Oh, no! The Intrepid is not a ship of war, so it does not have cannons. This is why we should have stolen ship of war. We shall rely on my animal friendship abilities. Yeah, and... Gonna be tested this time. We shall bond with the Kraken. (laughs) That is physically impossible. (laughs) I do not know what we will do if you roll a nat 20 on Kraken friendship. That's right. Then I shall be Davy Jones himself. She we'll shall be become part the, of the ocean. Chase the pirate ship with the We kraken. can take the pirate ship out with our uh, kraken. The kraken will just wait by the sea for us to come back. All right, everyone. I hope you had fun. Did you enjoy it? Yes. Except for Ghost Slinger, who didn't do anything most of the time. That's the point. <laughs> they don't do anything. I enjoyed it. Yes, yes. Even though I don't feel that well, I enjoyed it. <laughs>